USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio, in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Today on the podcast, we have retired Green Beret with one tour in Vietnam from 1969 to 1970 as a hatchet force platoon leader for MACV SOG, who went by the code name Mongoose. He's a husband, father, and proud grandfather. He's a hunter, fisherman, cowboy action shooter, and a Colorado vocational instructor retired. Today we have John Bartlett. How's it going, John? It's I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me here. Welcome to the Veterans Voice Podcast. How's it feel? Oh, a little daunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first rodeo for me here uh, on this type of yeah, po- podcast. But uh, again, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, it, it's quite a journey to, and I'm going to call it a healing journey, Okay. to go over the history of my bio. It's, it's even kind of cleansing for me. Sure. Uh, and I, I do want to do this, and I have some things to share that I help hope help others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the whole point of having you on. Uh, you have a very extensive history in the military, but you're also, how old are you, 70? I'm 75. You got a lot of lessons for us young cats out here that we need to learn. So uh, I'd like to capture a lot of those through your entire biography and you know help this younger generation kind of get on their feet. Uh, and thank you again for that opportunity. And let me explain why. Uh, when I was getting ready to get on the bus here in Colorado Springs to go to the induction center in Denver to start the military part of my life, my dad... Uh, and mom seen me off there. Dad was a World War II cruiser sailor. Uh, he had eight battle stars, which means uh, he was in eight major engagements, naval engagements. Wow. And he received a silver star for gallantry at Guadalcanal when the cruiser ship Astoria that he was serving on sank. Mm. They lost hundreds of sailors and Marines that day. Dad and my uncle survived. Wow. Uh, I was a real smarty, okay, loud mouth punk high school guy. I uh, had all the answers in my mind anyway. <laughs> and uh, my dad looked, as we were shaking hands, he looked me in the eye, and the tone of his voice and the choice of words startled me. He said to me, John, if you want to live through this, you better find some good sergeants and listen to them. Mm. That proved accurate Absolutely. beyond a shadow of a doubt. Wow. And I link that to this is my chance to share some knowledge or wisdom or at least experience mm-hmm. that may help. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going into this with the same outlook. Yes. So I'm honored to host and have you and interview you, and you sound honored to put this information out yes. there so we can create oh. something pretty great today. 
<laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, just I'll outline the the entire podcast. I'd like to start back in your childhood, just kind of where your family came from, where you grew up, uh, home life, parents, siblings, things like that. Okay. And then we'll go into how you got into the military. Then obviously your time in the military. And then some post-military time, what did you do as a civilian for work, things like that. How did you find purpose after the military, um, after being in during such a difficult time in our country's history? And then, uh, you know, any other words of wisdom towards the end there? And uh, okay. yeah, how's that sound? You'll help me stay on track as yeah, you go. Yeah, <laughs> Thank I got you. A, I got a notebook with 12 pages of bullets in here. Uh, all right. Hopefully I can stay on track. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So where did you grow up, John? Right here in Colorado Springs. That's awesome. Uh, my great-grandfather, Ephraim Bartlett, came to this very area in 1848 wow. from Bethel, Maine. He was 12 years old, an indentured apprentice, blacksmith, and wagon wheel maker. Wow. Uh, before him, the Bartlett family uh, was a fairly common name. It was Bartlett, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, in those days, uh, came to Plymouth in 1623. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, the reason was uh, they, the four brothers, were on the wrong side of the Battle of Argyle, which was against the king, mm -hmm. and the choice was basically the gallows or get on the boat. And uh, he came. Not with his brothers, he came separately. So they missed the first Thanksgiving mm. type deal. <laughs> Stayed around Bethel to the colonial wars and then went other places. If you served in the military, they paid you with land grants, mm -hmm. and that's what they wanted. So that's how they got to Bethel from oh, okay. Plymouth. Uh, earlier, uh, they came to the British Isles with William the Conqueror in the Battle of 1066 at Hastings, got the coat of arms mm. then, and I guess they couldn't be happy with the king or whatever yeah. and, you know, got got ushered out type, type of thing. Um, as we look at the uh, family tree, uh, they did serve, three generations served in the American Revolution. Uh, I believe three of them were women type. Uh, the rest, men, Continental Army, or Minutemen type, type thing. Uh, interesting tidbit on the side is one of the granddads was 60-plus years old but still required to serve. So, But you had the option to bring somebody else that would serve for you. I'm sure it was a, a financial arrangement. Right. And when they reported in, the colonel said, oh, thank you for the enlistee. We appreciate the soldier. And by the way, we need a cook. Uh, you're Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he got to stay uh, and later applied for a retirement, but uh, was denied because he wasn't a soldier. He was a mm. servant type, okay. type thing. So it all backfired for him. One Uncle Jonathan, Uncle Jonathan, Granddad Jonathan, <laughs> crossed the Delaware with Washington. Wow. And uh, his background was interesting. Uh, they had to record their service with two observers mm -hmm. to get their retirement and report to their past commander for signature. Uh, he said, in the beginning, I was serving for uh, uh, General Benedict, mm -hmm. and then he left. And I didn't know what to do, so I went back to the farm. Mm -hmm. They served short uh, enlistments to take care of the farm at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And I, I, I couldn't imagine when your general was taken away from you and you're fighting the strongest army in the world. Mm. You know, but he said, I went back and served the rest of the war with General Washington. And uh, we enjoyed that uh, little bit of humor. And uh, when th there's a very fine uh, port um, picture of that, and General Washington standing up in the front of the boat. And I often wondered, well, which one's Granddad Jonathan? Well, none of them. Uh, that picture was painted quite a few years after, and those were the artist's friends mm -hmm. in there. Silly me, you know. I uh, they didn't have a camera to take a picture, mm -hmm. so they could paint it. But right. he, he did did make it through. Uh, our family has served in most of the wars down through the generations. I believe there's 13 generations. 13 we, generations of war fighters. Yes. Wow. Uh, we did not get involved with the war on terrorism okay. or, or, or Afghanistan type, type thing. Mm -hmm. um, for them and the way I grew up was you go in to the military, it's your duty as a citizen. And you do your time, and you do a good job, and you come home with an honorable discharge. You look and find for a good job, uh, and the best part's a good woman settled down and have kids. Most of our ancestry is blue-collar type, mm -hmm. type thing. That's uh, a, what do they call that, the American dream? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, it was like for that. us, and we were raised accordingly. Yeah. And without any modesty about it, that, that's what young men do. Yeah. And you need to get busy and do a good job of it. Medicare Mentors. When it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned, a long-standing Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they are there lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information. The Veterans Voice is sponsored in part by Optum and is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum and Mountain View Medical Group offer 15 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. They're dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit Optum.com Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. But my roommate uh, was prior service, and he grabbed my, uh, I think it was a 1049 volunteer statement right, paper right. or something like that. He, you idiot. You, you know, you want to, and he filled it out, and sure enough, I went to special forces oh, officer wow. training. Yeah, cool. Jump school and then officer training. That was 12 weeks at that time. Yeah, I want to I want to dive into that yes. deep because I I obviously went through in 2015. So I want to hear the difference uh, between the Q course now versus then. But before that, I kind of want to ask you about your home life right before joining the military. Okay. So maybe sure. some like values instilled by your father or mother or just family in general that kind of mm -hmm. guided you towards making the decision to join the draft and then carry those same values throughout your time in the military. Okay. Uh Basic dad was a blue-collar worker. Mm -hmm. uh, he was what they call an operating engineer. Uh, that He was the controlling supervisor at the big power plant, Drake, mm -hmm. that they just tore down here okay. in, in Colorado Springs. Um, he was a high school graduate of Palmer High School. And uh, it's kind of like a lay supervising position, NCO 
IC sergeant in charge type NCIC, level. Yeah. Mom was a seamstress at Bain's Men's Store, and I want to come back to that later. It was a the it, at that time the finest men's store in Colorado Springs for business suits and things. Right. It was not like a J.C. Penney suit at all. Yeah. It was it, those who had money went there to dress appropriately cool. type, type thing. Uh, church was not strong with us, but the raising of the brothers, my two brothers and I, was. You okay. know, I steal or cheat. You mm-hmm. take care of your family. Right. Uh, family first, uh, state second, uh, nation next. Mm-hmm. Um, do the right thing and do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, pride at work type of thing. It was important to my dad that one or all of us go to college, which I did mm-hmm. uh, later on in life type of thing. Uh, one brother ended up with Colorado Springs Fire Department of 39 years and months mm-hmm. type of a deal. Um, you know, those guys are brave every day right. that they're on duty. Yeah. Other brother were, <clears throat> was a maintenance worker for city of Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the depression Mom and dad were raised in the Depression, mm-hmm. very security conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, no amount of risk is worth any amount of gain mm-hmm. was their ideal. The uh, security uh, of pay and benefits and a good retirement was pounded into our yeah. head, and we all proceeded exactly right. exactly that way. Um, going back to church at the Battle uh, of uh, Iron Bottom Bay, off Guadalcanal, Salvo Island, where Dad's ship went down. Um, he had a grudge against uh, Christian sailors. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to go uh, below decks and not fight. Hmm. And he was above decks fighting. Hmm. And uh, Interesting. <laughs> it was. It, it, and it stayed with him his whole life. Um he mentioned it only when my uncle, because they served together. That's how my mom met my dad was through my uncle. Uh, they'd talk then, and us boys would would listen. They were fairly open with what they talked about, even the the casualties, the sharks, and mm. things when they went overboard. Wow. Uh, he was a staunch Republican, and uh, <laughs> the irony of the situation when I listened to. His he wasn't angry. I, I'm thinking of the emotion he uh, disgusted. Maybe mm-hmm. you know why don't they fight? You know I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. The other guys are fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder about that. And then it happened to me at CCN. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a brother uh, officer, lieutenant, come and he said to me. Uh, I, I'm a Christian and I have a wife and kid at home. Would you take my mission for me? Yeah, I did, and then I had a grudge. <laughs> yeah, totally understandable. <laughs> yeah, I have gotten over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible helped me there, right. and I am I am blessed blessed that way. You're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenut Home Services. This brief radio episode contained highlights of the full three-hour interview with our guest of honor, John Bartlett. To hear the entire episode, find the Veterans Voice podcast free on any of your favorite podcast streaming platforms.
All right. We're on with Blake with Colorado Computer Support. How's it going today, Blake? That's going great. We're in Colorado Springs. The yeah. sky's blue after we had a major storm on uh, Saturday. It is. So, yeah, there's still a little bit of snow on the ground, but overall weather's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, Colorado Computer Support. Um, I'm going to go over that and how you guys are kind of involved here at Mount Carmel. And we can also talk about your history in the military as well. Um, so if you want to start talking about that, how'd you end up joining the military back in the day? Um, I, I grew up here in the Springs as the son of an Air Force officer, and uh, I uh, had bad eyes, so didn't know oh, what nice. I was going to do. So going into the Air Force wasn't a choice. So yeah. I, uh, you know, when you're the son of a pilot, so I ended up uh, going to uh, University of Colorado at Colorado Springs and mm-hmm. got a scholarship there in ROTC and mm-hmm. uh, did did that for four years okay. and then uh, ended up getting commissioned and. Going to the Third Armored Cavalry Regiment at Fort Bliss. Oh, nice! So, what branch were you? So, I was a Medical Service Corps officer. Medical so Service Corps. Ran a ran an aid station there. Okay, yeah, I was a medic myself, a Green Beret medic for a while. Um, how'd you like working with medics? We all pretty. It was awesome. A, a, we have a lot of attitude sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me do my job. <laughs> yeah, I let you do your job, but uh, it was interesting because everybody was out with you know, different groups. So when you went to the field, mm-hmm. everybody was split up and uh, would uh, go out with a uh, separate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, armor troop and or cav troop oh, okay. um, out in the field. And yeah. so it was, uh, it was a great experience, mm-hmm. a great group to, you know, start your military adventure with. Mm-hmm. What years was that? What, it was uh, um, 88 to 92. So, okay. And uh, went to the desert and then shipped off to the desert from there. Got to spend a, a few months in the Middle East. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, you got in right as I was coming into the world in 92. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, where'd you go? Where'd yeah. you deploy to then? Desert Storm? Yeah, Desert Storm. Okay. So um, went into uh, Saudi Arabia and then up around uh, um, um, up around Kuwait, just uh, oh, south okay. of Basra, and turned around and came back. So it was the short tour. Yeah. We were just talking about the weather. The weather's weather's better here than there. I oh hear, my gosh! I hear it's hot. I've never been, but yeah, don't have mud. There's no uh, you know wind storms, no mm. dust storms, no yeah. So we don't have camel spiders and <laughs> stuff like that. So. Yeah, and that was Kuwait. Yeah, never had the honor of going to Kuwait. A lot of friends that have though. Yeah, um, but cool. So what you what was your degree in? Uh, I had a I got a coveted geography degree. Geography. So I okay. was trying to find a quick way to get through college and did that and uh, mm-hmm. so and then never you know except for being able to uh, navigate and mm-hmm. be able to you know deal with maps and stuff um, you know ended up doing IT instead. So mm. Okay, gotcha. Did uh, you know started I mean I grew up a, a nerd so back <laughs> in. Uh, the day you could build, uh, there was this company called Heathkit, mm-hmm. and you would get a, uh, you know, you could build a TV through them. So they would, mm-hmm. you'd build them oscilloscope and a multimeter, and then you'd use those things to build oh, the cool. TV. So when I was in middle school, you know, built a TV with my dad, you oh, know, nice. big old console TV, yeah. you know, weighs a couple hundred pounds, not the <laughs> not the twenty pound TV yeah. you hang on your wall now. That's cool though. You see, you like developed this. Uh interest in IT real early in life, it sounds like, just technology yeah. in general. Yeah, and then uh, learned more about IT while I was in the Army. I mean, you know, came in and you had to kind of put together your own computers back in the day if you wanted a computer, you mm-hmm. know, in uh, 88, 89, so that you could, you know, have a spreadsheet. Yeah. And um, did that. And then uh, we went from there to 
Fort Lewis, Fort Wainwright, and then got out in uh, 99. Mm. And, uh, and it ended up getting, uh, you know, certified in Microsoft back then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, came back here to Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, out of all the places we went, there's other beautiful places, but yeah. it's hard to beat Colorado Springs. It really is. And people always say, like, I don't like Colorado because of the snow and the weather, but it's really not that bad. Like, it snows and then it's gone in two days as – you yeah, know, today's showing. What did we have on Saturday? Like six inches? At I least mean, six to yeah, eight, yeah. Six to eight inches. And now it's everything sunny. is clear I and the sun's been out. <laughs> yeah, I and, love it. And you go out in a t-shirt now. So mm-hmm. it's, and uh, so the snow doesn't stick around, doesn't get dirty like Chicago and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But the mountains are covered in snow. It looks beautiful from here. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, I was telling you earlier, I grew up on the East Coast and joined the army to essentially leave the New Jersey metropolitan area and ended up stuck on the East coast for almost 10 years of my military career. And then finally came out here in 2019. So yeah, I, I definitely love it in Colorado. Yeah. Except for a couple schools, I never made it to the Southeast. So yeah, not missing much. Sorry. Any, uh, Florida region <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I just remember that, uh, you know, every place down there is really hot when you do push-ups. It is really hot. You know, hot. in the summertime. Yeah. And, and your your hands mm-hmm. get awful warm. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's so humid. You just feel like you're sweating all the time, whether you're sweating or not. Some people love it, though. I don't know. Not for me. Colorado Computer Support. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned. They're your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure the Colorado Computer Support team is on your team. Call 719-355-2440. To learn more, that's 719-355-2440. Why are not home services? Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice Partner, the Why Are Not Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They're family-owned, proud to employ honest, hardworking Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, the Why Are Not does that. Call 719-399-5021. That's 719-399-5021. So now you work for Colorado Computer Support. So long story short, how did you go from an interest to building TVs with your dad, joining the military, to now Colorado Computer Support? How did it all link together? Yeah, so we got out in 99, came back to Colorado Springs, ended up finding a job with a software company. Okay. It was a lot of fun, fast-growing company, and... uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, um, software companies just blowing up at that time. And so came in as like employee number 30 for this company. We made it up to 150 employees, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we they cut off half the staff. And, you know, I was the IT director at the time, so I was able to touch everything and work on everything. As there, And it was a great learning environment for two years just to be able to do everything. Mm-hmm. But then they cut off half the staff and another half and another half. And, mm-hmm. you know, eventually... You know, there was only a handful of us left and uh, was able to stick around part time mm-hmm. and do some work. That mm-hmm. gave me the opportunity, you know, seeing that I was going to become fully unemployed at some point um, for my wife and I to, you know, figure out how to start a business. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't anything like uh, VBOC, you know, the Veterans Business Opportunity Center, you know, Kia, and there wasn't Mount Carmel with Bob and, you know, helping veterans sort out how do you start a business. And so, 
you know, May of 2001, you know, we bought a domain name, we set up this stuff, we made some business cards, and thankfully, my wife had a business degree because, you know, I just wanted to tinker and do tech stuff and, mm. and uh, you know, but she was able to go out and set up all the business side of it, the stuff that you guys help people and Apex yeah. does now to help people set up um, real businesses. Right. And so we were able to figure it out and uh, then stumbled through it for a while mm. and, uh and did it by myself for a few years. Didn't, wasn't sure I wanted to hire anybody. Right. But then we ended up, you know, getting too much business and ended up having to hire people. Mm. And um, and that was all just going out and doing computer work. Yeah. And, you know, kind of Craigslist, kind of hourly computer work for the first uh, six, seven years. So you've been at this since 2001. I know. It seems forever. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's quite the <laughs> it's time. It's like a full to, career. Yeah, it's quite the time to be starting a business, too. Sounds like a tough story. Back in 2001, when you guys were starting, you guys had no mentorship. You were just kind of winging it. But now, 2024, you guys are kind of providing that mentorship for people. Because yeah. you know what it's like not to have it. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in fact, doing something with uh, VBOC uh, tomorrow at UCCS, an entrepreneur uh, um, uh, session for mm. veterans over at uh, UCCS. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know Kia well. We have mm -hmm. them in here once a month doing a podcast as well. But yeah, so expand on that a little bit. What's your guys' involvement like with Mount Carmel and VBOC and everything like that? So a couple of years ago, we started doing Mount Carmel's uh, IT. So mm -hmm. they brought us on to do what we do for them. And, uh, and so the Unfortunately, you know, I got out of the military, and I, I don't know, I think a lot of people do. They they get out, and they really don't kind of look back. They just, mm -hmm. you know, move on ahead with yeah. whatever they're doing. You know, I, I lucked out. I um, came out pretty much healthy, so I didn't have to go hunt down the VA or anything else for resources. I just wanted to go do my thing. Yeah. Heard of Mount Carmel, didn't know what all they did. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had talked to Apex or, or PTAC, but that wasn't – uh, you know, military related. Um, and it, I didn't really get to know, you know, Bob McLaughlin and Paul Price and Kia until mm -hmm. just a couple of years ago. And oh. to find out, um, you know, all of the resources that they provide. And a lot of times it's, you know, I was, I guess originally when I met him, I was thinking it was more towards the, the awesome stuff that they do, like the, the stand down, the homeless outreach and stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't realize they help out active duty yeah. military with with mental health and other and and food and everything else they help out you know retirees they help out people that are just trying to start a business um mm -hmm. you know i didn't realize they you know i went through the the disability process 20 years after i got out yeah and that's a huge hassle absolutely and, it is <laughs> and i'm talking to to bob mclaughlin he's like uh why didn't you have us help you i'm like i had no idea yeah. and it was before i really knew you guys for sure um and then the uh, and so getting engaged in those processes, talking to the veteran service officers, talking to um, some of the other uh, um, opportunities that you guys provide mm -hmm. um, has been good, and it's been good for our staff because our staff has now gotten introduced to them. Because yeah. out of out of our staff, half of us are are veterans. You've been listening to the Veterans Voice presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by 
a supporting partner, the Wire Nut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDL News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, be wary of those who may try to exploit you for financial gain. Report suspected fraud at va.gov slash oig slash hotline.